Let me get a 10-piece hot, extra crispy, extra wet. Let me get a blue cheese. Matter of fact, two. I'm on celery and fries and a peach drink. And make sure my fries is hot because they was cold last time. You are now listening to the Extra Crispy, Extra Wet Podcast with the Young Aunties. Hello world, welcome to the Extra Crispy, Extra Wet Podcast with your young aunties, Kirby, Jazzy, and Nick. Thank y'all for joining us. This is our first ever podcast recording. Yeah. Um, so we are, I guess we're a little bit nervous, maybe a little bit, maybe not. I don't know. Um I am. You are. I think for, for shows. This is this is this is brand new, you know. It's brand new and, and that's a beautiful thing, but it is a little nerve wracking. So y'all bear with us. We're gonna be working out some kinks, getting everything together, but we are so happy to be here. And thank y'all. Y'all could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with us. Um, so I guess what we need to start with introductions. Tell y'all who we are. Uh Kirby, you wanna h- kick it off? Yeah, so I'm Kirby, um, aka the Westside Wood Nymph, um, checking in from the squats as usual. Jazzy. And this is Jazzy from the East Side, Cock and Hammer. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and I am Nick. Yes, like the boy name, but I am a girl. Okay. Um, it's short for Nicole. Everybody calls me Nick, a young East Sider from the old Lithonia, not this new Lithonia, the old Lithonia. Okay. Um, and we young aunties. Um, so the podcast, just to get some housekeeping out the way, the podcast is called Extra Crispy, Extra Wet. If you're from Atlanta, you already know what that's a play on. Um, we we love our hot wings down here and we like them extra crispy and extra wet. We are the young aunties. Kirby, you want to tell them about the young aunties? Absolutely. So the young aunties, a group of ladies from Atlanta, uh, different walks of life in Atlanta, as y'all heard in the intro. We got West Side, we got East Side, and in the future we hope to have a few South Side and maybe even a couple of North Side, even though that we don't really recognize them. That's a whole other conversation. <laughs> um, right. But yeah, young aunties, young women out here getting their lives together. Uh, everything from self-care to business, whatever you need, fashion, all those things. Um, so we just here and uh, we're trying to make it happen. Yeah, so y'all gonna hear us talking about a lot of young auntie-ish things on these podcasts, things that interest us. Y'all, we talking about the yin and the yang, the ratchet and the righteous, all sides of the young aunties on here, okay? Nothing is off limits. And with that said, we're gonna get going into our podcast, okay? So we're gonna start every podcast off with what is your wing order of the day? Jazzy, What's your wing order today, boo? Yeah, I'm gonna have that garlic parmesan today. Hey, why why are we going garlic parmesan? I'm, I'm feeling a little savory today, <laughs> a little garlicky. I love me some garlic, so I'm I'm yeah, I got to have that garlic parmesan. All right, Kirby, what's your wing order of the day? You know, I'm feeling real original, and uh, for me, my OG is honey garlic, extra crunchy, uh, with chunky blue cheese. I prefer celery over carrots when I'm eating my wings. Occasionally, I get fries, and if they are going to be on the plate, they need to be well done. I like them crispy. Mm. Okay, and my wing order of the day, I think I'm going to have to go with that 10-piece lemon pepper extra with. 
because I'm allergic to lemon pepper, but sometimes we just want the stuff that we ain't supposed to have. All right, you now know? that's right. So, all right, so that's our wing order of the day. Jazzy, who was our auntie of the day? So, our auntie of the day is an American, wait a minute, African American television producer, screenwriter, and author. If you don't know who I'm talking about, I'm talking about our sister Shonda Ryan. Oh, wait, pause. Sorry, is, Kirby. I know you got to oh. note this time to do a little quick edit. That's okay? Yeah, that's fine. We'll be doing a quick edit. Okay. So, now we got the auntie of the day. Now, what the auntie of the day is, is every uh podcast we're going to highlight either a woman in history, an auntie in history, or an auntie right now making current history um, that we just want to highlight and, and, and give some praise to. So, Jazzy, who you got as our auntie of the day? So, our auntie of the day is an African-American television producer, screenwriter, and author. If you don't know who I'm talking about, I'm talking about our good sister, Shonda Rhimes. Ooh. Yes. She is best known for her TV shows, Grey's Anatomy, Scandal, and the most recently Netflix. Yes. Bridgerton. Um... Woo, what can I say? If you have not seen Bridgerton, if you do not know what Bridgerton is about, um, it takes place in Regency era England, where they're following eight um, siblings who are looking for love. And all the wrong and places. And it's off the chain. Most definitely in all the wrong places. So we don't want to give out any spoilers for y'all who haven't seen, like, who, if you haven't watched Bridgerton, what are you waiting on? Um, but... Did both of y'all watch the entire season? Yes. I binged it like an old like an old millennial that I am. Okay. (laughs) Me too. Um, What how do I say this without giving out a spoiler? Um, What was one of your favorite parts of Richardson? Kirby, you want to go first or you want me to take it? You know what? All I'm going to say about this show is I'm going (laughs) to need people to make decisions and be more decisive. They got on my last nerve with all this back and forth bouncing and confusion and frustration. It got real irritating. I already don't really like the acting as it is, but of course the plot (laughs) is amazing, so it keeps you coming back. But the main thing that I would say without giving away a spoilers, if you do not like indecisive people, don't watch this and get triggered. Or if you feel like being triggered, go ahead, knock yourself out. Because I definitely was the entire time. I'm like, if somebody don't say yes, no, maybe something. Like, pick a side. Yes. Jazzy? I'm going to try not to give give nothing away either. Because I'm good at telling you the whole show. (laughs) But I I will say I love how the relationship of the Duke and Daphne evolved from the beginning of the uh, season up into the end. Um, you got to you got to be careful with love. I think, you know, love ain't no joke. And I think they found that out without giving nothing else away. I agree. So, Jazzy, do you think, like, Shonda Rhimes, our auntie of the day, what do you think, like, inspired her yes. to go this direction? Because this is really different from her other content. I think... And I don't, I don't know what was in Auntie Brain, <laughs> but I think she wanted to give us a different, uh, a different scene of Black people. Because, you know, I haven't seen a show, and somebody can correct me if I'm wrong, where we have seen Black people 
in high society, especially in England's society. So I think she wanted us to get a, you know, a peek into black people being in high society and how, you know, we can operate and um, shall I say dominate. <laughs> that's right. All right. Well, I think that's real cool. So our auntie of the day is our good sis, good auntie Shonda Rhimes. I like that one, Jazzy. I do that. Mm-hmm. That was like real, like on time. It was perfectly on time. Yeah. She's doing big things. Shonda, yeah. Shonda Land is always on time. That was definitely awesome. Yes. Shout out to Shonda. Shout Land. out. All right. Yes. So next up, we got our popular topic section. Now we call this today's. Right. Knowing you're going to the restaurant, they got the specials on the menu. So we got a couple of those for y'all today. Now we got to start it off. We can't start today's specials with nothing else but the biggest thing in the news right now going on um, in Georgia, in Atlanta, and in the country, which is that domestic terrorism slash riots slash treason going on in them D.C. streets down to the Capitol. Jazzy, I, I got to throw this to you first because I know you itching to get it out. What do you think about what's going on Man. following the um, Senate runoff and everything else going on in the Capitol right now? Nick, I, I just think... <laughs> Woo! <laughs> I'm going to try to choose my words carefully. Breathe, you know, I don't want to offend nobody. Breathe, auntie. Woo. But you know, these white people got to stop <laughs> this shit. They got to stop it. They got, you know, because you know what, though? They're not used Ooh. to losing. White people have always been in a, in a powerful position. They've always been able to, you know, scheme and connive. They've been damn plotting, plundering, pillaging for years. And it didn't work this time. It didn't work. Your president, Trump, did not win, okay? Purdue and Kelly Leffler did not win here in Georgia. Shout out to Alsoff and Warnock, the Red. Hey. Um, and you know, they just they just went completely crazy and went down there and stormed the Capitol. And I watched all this shit go down uh live, y'all, on television. Cause I'm like, let me get, let me see. They're going to go in these chambers, you know, Wednesday, January 6th, they were reading, um, they were certifying the election. And so each um, state had to come up, state senator had to come up, read off which um, candidate won uh, electoral votes in their state. And so they're reading it. They, they go through Alabama, they get to uh, Alaska, then they get to Arizona. They had some objections because, you know, they feel like some voter fraud went went was going on you know in Arizona and then I'm like look at the okay I see the riders they're coming down the street okay they on the sidewalk of the Capitol okay they're walking up the motherfucking steps of the Capitol okay these bitches done breached the door the police done moved the barricades and they inside the building and it's crazy because I was watching MSNBC and you see it side by side the senators the, the representatives of Congress people were in there on one side and you see the the, the terrorists, because that's what the fuck they were, mm-hmm. the rioters. On the other side of the screen, the senators going crazy, they locking the doors, and you see these folks storming down the hall. I said, now, if this ain't some bullshit, and I'm trying to figure out when they was going to start shooting Kirby. these people. Let me tell you something. They wasn't going to shoot. They never do. Um, 
because I feel like this was manufactured. Me personally. Um, as I was watching the situation go a conspiracy down, theory? I mean, a little bit of conspiracy theory. Let's think about this. Now, I agree, Kirby. I'm with you. Like, y'all know Trump. You know, he's a mar- it, it, beyond the, the racism and the grabbing of the pussies and all that stuff. He's a marketer, mm-hmm. number one. Um, it's the only way mm-hmm. that he can really make any money because he's not a really good businessman. He can just pull stunts. Um, he's, he's, yep. he's a queen. Um, give me just a second. So, like, I just feel like it was totally manufactured. I feel like it was planned. Mm-hmm. I feel like he was trying mm-hmm. to do some last ditch effort to. Um, yep. To try to, you know, show, uh, you know, I didn't lose, you know, uh, my proud boys are behind me and we're going to take the yep. capital and X, Y, Z. And it's like, first of all, the capital already belonged to white people. You don't need to retake something that you have already taken, sweetness. Exactly. Uh, second of all, y'all ain't about that life. Y'all really not revolutionaries because you're not actually oppressed. White people love, love, love to have things that other people have. So first you enslave folks. Then you take all their mm-hmm. culture away. And then you try to take on their culture. And now you're trying to huh. take on the oppression that you put on others. Calm down, please. I, I need y'all to relax. Exactly. But it looked totally manufactured to me. I don't believe it. I think those are probably either some paid actors or some people that really thought that they was about that action. And no, you're not. Because had the police been doing what they were supposed to do and actually tased y'all and um, put smoke bombs in the crowd like they do black people every time they're peacefully protesting. Check. Um... Hmm. Them folks would have been running screaming. And unfortunately, it was a lady that did die. I think she was from Kennesaw, Georgia. Um, I I didn't read too much about her because with all due respect, uh, all disrespect, I don't care about, uh, I don't have much empathy for people who die over lost causes. So it just, it looked manufactured. Exactly. It was totally, it was totally. Okay. Um, Well, I think y'all said a a whole lot. It's a it whole was, lot more I that could be like, said, Nick. That yeah, like this, this was a mess. I think we all watched it um, go down, like you said, live um, in non-disbelief. I don't think anybody was in disbelief. And it's really interesting to say that. Like, I can't believe right? this or I was in disbelief. Why? We, we see this go on time and time again. Um, but uh, I will say this. The internet is still undefeated because the the memes and videos I it had me cracking. Oh up. yes. Um, yes. The 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 videos of people parodying the officers on the <laughs> letting the riders in. <laughs> it, it has been hilarious. It's sad, <laughs> but I mean, you you always find some humor in in the darkest places. Um, and definitely um the internet pointing out that a few years ago, uh, Reverend uh, Warnock was arrested for praying in protest. Um, on the steps. Yep. So, yeah, apparently a few years ago, yes. um, he was praying. Uh, I forget what it was in protest too. Um, uh, uh, somebody uh, get on Instagram and let us know, um, or link it to us. But um, yeah, he he was praying in protest and he was arrested. Um, there have been other people that have been arrested for mm-hmm. more peaceful protesting um, on the Capitol, and we remember just recently this in twenty twenty. Um, the the photos of all the armed officers and all their riot gear and all that stuff lining steps to the Capitol because they didn't yeah. want the peaceful protesters for Black Lives Matter coming to the Capitol. So it's just amazing how 
all the preparation is there for those things. Um, but for this instance, um, nobody was there. But I don't know. It's just something I think we're going to be talking about for quite some time. This is definitely a moment that's going to go down in the oh, history yeah. books. And we'll be telling our grandchildren that yeah. we were actually uh, watching it live. Um, yeah. It had to start off with that one. Um, but we're going to switch gears. Because I got to ask y'all something. Okay. All right. What's so up? for you guys listening, um, I'm single. Meaning I'm not married. Um, uh, Kirby is what I was still consider. You still consider yourself a newlywed? I mean, it ain't even been six months. Okay, yet, so, so she yeah. is a newlywed. Um, and mm. Jazzy has been married for how many years? Four girls. Right. We're about to hit on five <laughs> this year. So you have three young aunties in totally different stages of relationships or non-relationships. Um. So I want to ask y'all as married women this next question, okay? Huh. okay? So there's a woman recently and she was mm-hmm. asking for some advice, apparently. Um, so she is married. Um, her husband was previously married. Apparently his wife uh, passed away. I'm not sure how. I don't know if it was an accident, if it was a sickness. I'm not sure, but she passed away. Um, mm-hmm. the current wife and husband are anticipating. They have a, a baby on the way and they're preparing for the baby's arrival. Well, the husband has said that he wants to name their baby after his former wife. What? Mm. Now, interesting. the husband's family is also pressuring this woman to do the same thing. They want her, everybody on his side of the family wants her to name her their new baby after the husband's former wife. Now, ma'am, before, before, before you before you comment, the... let me just add this last little piece, okay? Now, in addition to that, okay. the wife is saying that she does not want to name the baby after the former wife. Keep that in mind. She does not want to. As well mm-hmm. as she's already made concessions to the husband about the former wife, including mm-hmm. they kept all the photos of her up around the home and he still wears his wedding band from oh, when he was married to the first wife. So, the should fuckery. he name, should she concede and name the baby after the husband's former wife or should she put her foot down is this is this a battle worth fighting um Kirby you want to start um married <laughs> women okay. right now are hot <laughs> so okay now I'm a respectful person. Okay, yes, we can leave pictures of your ex up. I know that was, you know, that was hard. Is it a you limit know, on how many pictures way. or where the pictures can go? You really just need <laughs> one. We can put it on the mantle in the front of the house. Um, Is it a size so, limit? No. Nah, well, yes. Let's keep it eight by ten or smaller. Okay. Um, I just okay. The confusion. Let me get my mind right. Hmm. You want me to name the child that I birthed? 
Hmm. After your ex-wife, whom I never knew, I don't know what her family history hmm. is. Because, see, names are important. There's power in the tongue. And no offense sure to your is. dead wife. I don't know her. And I don't know her people. Well, I don't know. And don't, if I, name I don't think child, you know if she knows her or not. She might have known her. She might not have. Even if I did, I don't know your oh. people like that. And if I name my child after you and my child start acting foolish, I'm going to be looking at my husband like, excuse me? Um. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a hard no for me. We're not naming my baby um, that I had to work for and I had to carry um, after nobody but who I want to name him for. And I'll take it a step further. Even if we wasn't talking about your ex-wife, your your uh your past wife, um, you 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 don't get the first say so in the baby that I popped out. With all due respect, now what really concerned me is this wedding ring. If you don't put that wedding ring in a jewelry box somewhere in a safe and stop playing with me, after you decided exactly. to get married again, specifically to me, um, you have you have exited. Actually, life exited you from that marriage, but you have fully exited that marriage once you married me and signed documents, and we say our vows to one another. So, you know, I, you know, I be like I said, I be respectful. Um, we can keep, you know, a few pictures, you know, little mementos, and you can even keep the wedding ring because I understand value. That ring might have been expensive, but you're not going to be wearing it every day. I'm sorry, that's a hard no. All right, Jazzy, how you feeling, Auntie? Uh, aunties, I'm disrespectful. Okay. <laughs> Ain't finna, ain't finna be no pictures up in the house. Ain't finna be you wearing no wedding ring. Ain't finna be none of that. Um, I just think that's very disrespectful to his current wife. Might I add, this man has not moved on yet from his previous mm-hmm. wife. Yeah, you are not Talk finished with what you had going on with your previous wife. God rest her soul. And you should have never married another woman, let alone got into another relationship. If you want to bring all of that into your new marriage, that is disrespectful to your new wife. So no, we ain't naming my child after your previous wife. We're not having no pictures up in the house that we have decided to build together. And mm-hmm. no, no, no pictures. No, no. You need to take that wedding ring off and you need to go like Auntie Kirby said, Put that shit in, in a jury box somewhere. So Jazzy ain't for none of it. No, I'm not with none of that shit. I well, here's the thing. I got a problem with this 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 young auntie, this wife, because you made these other concessions already. Yep. And they're just continuing. So yep. I, listen, this is why you have to be very careful about what you allow. Mm-hmm. Um early on in your relationships, whether you're married or not, because the, the precedents that you set that's true are, are going to be telling for what the rest of your relationship is going to look like. Matter of fact, my mama was just saying this the other day mm-hmm. about something. It was about somebody was telling her about how their Christmas went. I ain't going to say who it was, but about how their Christmas season went dealing with their significant other's family. And her thing was, okay, this is the second holiday season that you've had dealing with this family like this, you gonna continue dealing with this or you gonna move on? Because right. they've already shown you what they about. Um, and your significant other isn't seeing an issue with it and isn't making any corrections. So what do you wanna do? 
you allow him to wear the ring, you allow him to keep the pictures, why would they not think that you're going to allow him to name this child after this woman? Um, you got to start um, putting your foot down early and, and, and making yourself a priority at some point. I don't know, but this, this all sounds crazy to me. Um, I, I couldn't imagine. So what, what should she do? Yeah, like, like if, if if they're still insisting, should this woman stay married? I ain't gonna lie to you. At that point, I am reaching out to my attorney <laughs> to uh, speak for me. What What if you like um, the name? What if it's a nice you, name? I'm not gonna like no name associated <laughs> for with real. Woman that was married to the man that like I you know I have certain names that I want mm-hmm. to name my children if it just so happened although they're not common names if it just so happened that uh the 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 spouse that has passed away that's their name we're gonna have to figure out something else we're gonna have to change some letters around something what if, what if just, you knew her I find that quite frankly what if you knew boring. her and y'all was cool I don't care um yeah we was cool but it not it is no circumstance um, that would make either of y'all want to name your child after your husband's former wife. No. Uh-uh. No. Okay, let me tell you something. The only way that that could work, and this is freaky, is if she was my best friend. And why would I be marrying my best friend's husband after she right. died? <laughs> That's the only way that that makes any type of rational sense to me because I love this woman and we walk through life together, so on and so forth. But then also, why am I in your husband's bed after you done died? That's rude. <laughs> Baby. Mm. What I'm getting from this is that the young aunties is not with the shits today. Okay. No, oh. not with that shit. No. Mm-mm. We're going to shift gears. Because uh, I think y'all might be ready to fight somebody. Um, <laughs> yeah, I would. <laughs> uh, I feel for y'all husbands when y'all get um off this podcast today. Um... <laughs> Jasmine Sullivan drop new music. Yes. Yes. Thank you. What are we feeling? Are we vibing? Are we are we loving it? Are we hating it? What are we thinking, Jazzy? It's definitely a vibe. Listen, I've been waiting for Jasmine uh, <laughs> to come through with an album for years now since her last album. I think it was called The Reality Show. Uh, I, I needed this back when I was in college, like when I was dating and you know talking to different men and. Man, listen, she brought it on this one. I love it. I love the whole album from beginning to end. It it just tells a story to me. It flows so well. Oh, yes. Kirby, you feeling it or no? I'm absolutely feeling it. I mean, you know, the name of the project is Hotels. um, And she emphasized that it was not an album because everybody was calling it an album. It is an EP. Um, What I enjoyed most was, number one, it is it is a it is a project yes. for women. It's got multiple perspectives um, that women go through as far as dating is concerned, dealing with a man that you mm-hmm. really really like, only dealing with men that got money and that can make sure that your you know your pockets is laced and that you got the latest yep. bags and purses, or being that girl that feels like everything I do I can't get somebody to love me yes. for who I am, um, or feeling like uh, I got to compete with Instagram models. Um, and Kim Kardashian lookalikes in order to be wanted and to be loved and to be worthy. And I think for me, the funniest part, because I love humor, how they incorporated this. Ari Lennox is actually on the album. She's also one of my favorite R&B artists at this particular point in history. She has an interlude 
where she is talking about and every woman has been through this situation some way or another where you're dealing with somebody that you know you ain't got no business dealing with but the D is so bomb. <laughs> you can't stop going to their house in their text messages in their window trying to see what they're doing what they're cooking and what their <laughs> spice cabinet look like and it was hilarious uh, the way she talked about it she's like yeah I know I know what it says on Google about him but I also that know what it is yep. and I just I I cracked up. So yeah, I love the project. It's beautifully um, put together. Jasmine Sullivan, of course, she has the voice of an mm-hmm. angel. So listening to her, I don't care if she's talking about chicken grease. I can listen mm-hmm. to her all day long. Alright. I mean, yeah, I, I'm loving it. If y'all haven't watched, what is it called? The Tiny Desk? The Tiny Desk? Yes. yes, they have a wonderful Definitely go desk. check out the Tiny um, the Tiny Desk concert on it. it, it it's amazing. Jasmine, the thing about Jasmine, I like well, I like artists that sound the same live that they do on record. But you know, so many times mm-hmm. they sing live and you like that ain't the same person that I heard on the record. But she if possible, I think she even sounds better live um than she does on the record. Down um like none other. And I think that this definitely has highlighted her talent. Um and I'm I'm gonna say one of my favorite parts in in addition to the Ari Linux, um is the collab with her. Mm-hmm. Collab yes. with her is amazing. I love the lyrics. And that's another thing. As a writer, I'm really loving the lyrics um, in this yeah. project and how they're so relatable, um, so normal. Um, it's almost like conversational. <coughs> Excuse me. I think as a young auntie, like we can all relate to a lot of these scenarios that they're talking about. Um, and yeah, the D is dangerous. Mm-hmm. We, we Most definitely, we don't all been deceived by the D. Yes, some point in time. Listen, more times that I, would I might want to get deceived by the D again because it's, it's fucked up, but it'd be kind of fun. <laughs> I, I know y'all. I know y'all not about that life no more, but I'm still in these streets. No, <laughs> I'm still in these streets. Yeah, ain't no deception over here. I want, I want all the bank account information. I want all. I want what size yep. shoe you wear. I want how what kind of gas you put in yep. your car, and I want to know where you went to go get your breakfast the other morning. Because if anybody was saying something crazy in the Starbucks line, we're gonna have a conversation. Right. Speaking of conversation, we gotta have a conversation about Kim and Kanye. Lord have mercy. According oh, to the streets, they headed towards divorce. What are we thinking? Um, do, y- do y'all think? Do y'all think it's true? Like do you think they are divorcing? No, um, and I think that was a part of the prenup. Again, just like Mrs. Trump, um, and I'm not talking about Melania. They love pulling stunts. Oh. Um, if I'm not mistaken, this is about to be the last season of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Does somebody know if that's true? Yeah. This is probably a stunt. And if I'm not mistaken, they was talking about that Kanye was cheating on Kim with Jeffree Star, who is a makeup hmm. artist who started out on MySpace and then eventually got famous on YouTube and is also an a famed racist, which we can talk about uh, a little bit in a minute. But even if Kanye did like boys, I highly doubt that that would be the boy that he would be cheating on uh, Kim with, number one. Number two, we know Kim is good for a stunt, her and her mama. Um, that is how they got into this business. That is how they have re- maintained in this business. So I, 
I don't think that is true. And if it is, I mean, it was also bound to no. happen, pun intended. <laughs> remember that song, Bound, See what you did there. <laughs> that they did with her on that motorcycle. Girl, terrible. Um, it's a stunt. It's, it's, it's for views. It's for clicks. It's, it's, it's for a coin. Um, they just want people to feel like they know some of their business. Yeah, when they Jazzy, really what do you think? Are they getting divorced? Girl, I don't care about what them folks do. I'm tired of hearing about... Girl, I am, y'all. Like, I'm tired of hearing about Kim and the whatever keeping up with the Kardashians. I, I particularly don't follow them hoes, okay? Uh, I don't give a damn about Kanye. I was a Kanye West fan of his music. When his mom died, he just went crazy. And, you know, I think Kanye really needs to go sit down somewhere for a few months mm-hmm. At an inpatient mental health treatment facility, and get his mind right, cause his mind ain't right. You seen them damn shoes he's selling to folks? Like, who's putting that shit on? <laughs> I can't. I just can't. You talking about them space baby? Yes, shoes? with the holes in it that look like damn sponges. I don't know what is going on. You know what? I think Kanye might be on some different kind of drugs. He on a different level. Um, I'm just shrooms. Po baby, you think he on shrooms? You think he on mushrooms? Psychedelics. While I have, while I have not uh, partaken in psychedelics, I've done a good amount of research on psychedelics. Psychedelics don't make you act like that. Okay, that's um, that's not being on your bipolar medication, your clonopin, and things of that nature. That's also marrying a woman that uh does not have your best interest at heart and doesn't understand your culture. That is also not addressing. Um, as you said, trauma that you have dealt with because of the industry that you have chosen to work in. See, the problem is Kanye think he killed his mama because had he never been in that industry, she never would have wanted that tummy tuck. So her dying on that table like that has haunted him. You're right. And it's continuing to haunt him. And now he ain't got no clue about what is clean money, good money, right money. And it's just whatever the options are, whatever is available. And we know listen, I ain't going to talk about the history of the Kardashians and the type of folks that they be involved huh. with, but we know they don't have no coof. They mm-hmm. don't have no coof. They don't have no, uh, they don't really have no more. Well, I am going to talk about the Kardashians for a second because um, number one, they track record with men ain't too good. Um, also, here's the thing. Like, Kim, we all knew Kim before Kanye, right? We, we knew where she was, and the thing about the Kardashians is like they wanted access to where they did not have. And for example, Kim wanted to get invited to the Met Gala. She really wanted to get in in, into the whole Vogue and a Wintour circle. And they were like, no, girl, we we don't have nothing to do with you. We don't y'all trash. We don't y'all can't sit with us, you know, but Kanye Mm -hmm. was in those circles. He was in that area. He had access. Kim getting with Kanye gave her that access that she didn't have before. Remember, the first time she went to the Met Gala was as a plus one with Kanye. And that's how she got in. Um, and of course, everywhere she goes, she drags her whole family behind her. Um, yep. And soon after, she didn't need them anymore. You know, she 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 got her access. She got all her little mixed babies that she wanted. Um, but I, I, what I find kind of disturbing is that you know, you you get with this man who you knew had mental health issues from the beginning. You knew he had these mental health issues um, and what could potentially come with this, but you had all these kids by him. You know, you used them for everything that you could get, and now it's time to go. Now, I'm not a, I'm not a 
advocate of staying in a marriage that's dangerous for you um, mm-hmm. or anything like that. But I do think that you took vows for sickness and in health. And this is definitely falls under mm-hmm. that sickness. Um, so I think to, to run away, and I don't know the ins and outs of their relationship, but just from what the media is showing, it seems as though now it's not fun anymore. It's nothing else for you to gain from this relationship. So you're just ready to peace out because it's annoying and it ain't going well. Um, I don't know. That, that's, just, that's just what I'm seeing. Um, and then she's going to be on to the next person that she can benefit from. Do y'all think she would date another black man? Mm-hmm. Yes. Of course. That's the only thing she do. Right. <laughs> Wasn't she with Reggie Bush before? She was, that was her if I'm not mistaken. Um, okay. She's had two other black husbands. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, what's Humphrey. his name? That basketball player? That, that was Chris Humphreys. And then a manager she had way back in the day. I think before yeah. she even dated Ray J. Lord. Um... Would a non-black man want to be with Kim Kardashian at this point? Um, probably not. Uh, you know, it's unfortunate, but you know, the more fair-skinned boys, aka the Caucasians, you know, they real stringent, especially the rich ones. They real stringent about image and um and about how you make them look and their brand. And I mean. No disrespect, all disrespect. I mean, Kim has set herself up to basically be a mm-hmm. dumping ground for black men, um, and so have her, and so have some of her sisters. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, Kylie. Um, hey, Chloe. Um, and you know, here's the thing: you you wanted to basically be black women. You wanted to appropriate yep. their men, and then you got them. They disrespected y'all and dogged y'all the same way that they do us sometimes. Not all black men. Please don't mm-hmm. get in my comments. Um, but you you wanted a particular lifestyle, and when you got it, it wasn't what you thought it was, and now you're crying on television and trying to you know you know squeeze a few bu- a few dollars out of it, and this is the life that you have set up. So no, I don't I don't think that any of the quote unquote high caliber men that one might associate with dating a Kardashian that are white would really want them at this point. Number one, who wants the drama? Y'all have lived your lives out in a way that clearly is going to be some situations. Um, if I date you. And one could even possibly say that being with Kim might have triggered um, Kanye's BPD. But right. well, speaking of Caucasians, uh-huh. um, Hilaria Baldwin is under fire uh, <laughs> because she <laughs> pretended to be Hispanic. Basically, um, she pretended to be—I don't know if it was Dominican or, or maybe it was from Spain. I'm not sure, but she appropriated being a Latina. She pretended to be in a Latina. For years, she even changed her name from Hillary to Hilaria, um, and she got caught. And now she is upset. Her and her husband are saying that um, they are the victims because people are being mean to her and uh, holding her accountable, and they don't like that. They, they don't think that it's right. Uh, Jazzy, thoughts? Girl, it wasn't right for you to act like you was Latina. <laughs> How do we feel about and profit? She profited. She yeah, yeah, that's right? what I was about to say. So the, the other thing that people are pointing out is that she took up space where other actual Latin women could have been, such as being on the cover of Latin magazines, um, receiving awards that were um, meant for Latin women. Um, and, and she took up those spaces gladly, um, knowing that she was not actually Latin. And, and when questioned about it, she was saying 
that she spent a lot of time in those countries and she really related to those countries. And that is why she decided to, I guess, change her ethnicity. I don't know. I relate to being a mediocre white mm-hmm. man. That doesn't mean that I exactly. am Exactly. I don't understand why you couldn't, I don't know, maybe start a nonprofit mm-hmm. organization, get out in the community, you know what I'm saying, and do something with the people if you felt connected okay. with the people. Why did you feel the need to take on an identity that you were mm-hmm. not born with? Like, what, what are we uh, That's with? an interesting point. She could have done something really positive in that community and just left it at that. Yeah. To say, I really enjoy this culture and this place. I come here all the time and I want to give back. I think that yeah. would have been great. I guess that didn't go through her mind. She wanted to become the people that she saw. Um, how do we feel like you want to wear our yeah, skin? So how do how do we feel like seeing people appropriate other cultures other than necessarily just strictly black people? We know they're we know they're black Hispanics, but um just how do we feel seeing another culture get appropriated? It gets on my nerves because I feel like the original culture does not uh, get the credit mm-hmm. that they deserve. Like the white women walking around with the black women hairstyles with the Bantu knots and I don't know what the fuck they call it knots on top of their head or something. And it's like, oh, this is so lovely. This is nice when white women do it. But when black women do it, oh, that's not a professional hairstyle. You can't wear yeah. that hairstyle to work. Really? You know here's the thing I'm aware enough in life to know that you can't control people and what they do what they wear what type of makeup they put on if they inject their booties (laughs) or start trying to talk in African-American vernacular as if they are black or use uh, Afro-Latino or Latin slang whatever fine I just need people to understand that when you get checked stop backpedaling and pussy popping and getting emotional about it you knew you was yep. wrong. Just go ahead and say, I love doing this. This is what I enjoy and I'm going to do it. Don't be trying to hit people over the head with, well, you know, this is really my culture and, you know, I'm not appropriating and I'm not a racist. No, yes, you are. Stand up and right. own it. I can have more respect for you if you just go ahead and own it. I know that when I do certain things with my hair and my body, et cetera, when I'm going into certain spaces, exa- I know exactly what mm-hmm. I'm doing. And if somebody checks me about it, we can have a very honest conversation about it. But that's the thing. Y'all don't want to be honest about what you're doing. Number one, you have an inferiority complex. You don't want to be yourself because yourself is not popping. And number two, you don't want to be honest about the fact that because we are popping, that is why you're copying yep. us. You always tell lies about how, oh, well, you know, I got this from this place or I got this from that place. No, you got it from black people. You got it from Latin people or Latinx people. You know you did. Stop lying so much. If white people would stop lying so much, Maybe we could move on from quote unquote racism and gentrification and cultural appropriation because y'all always lie every time somebody checks yep. you about it. Yeah, um, I, I think the, the main thing that bothers me is when um, you're caught doing something and then you're pretending to be the victim. So it's, it's like, you know, white women's tears, mm-hmm. what I call it. Like, you know, all of a sudden, even though you're wrong and you should be apologizing and you should be making corrections and being held accountable, you start crying. So now everybody's so busy consoling you with your tears that you know the real victims are here being ignored so um i mean we'll keep an eye on this and see what happens um i mean i want to see if she changed her name back to hillary but she probably not um 
<laughs> Moving on. Um, oh, Nicki Minaj has to pay Tracy Chapman $450,000. Talk about I it. stand with Tracy Chapman. Listen, so I've been listening to Tracy Chapman since I was a child. She's a very talented black woman. Um, she is not what people consider to be a traditional beauty. She is also a member of the LGBTQIA plus community. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times people think, similar to the conversation we were just having, a lot of people think that when you are a marginalized community that you can just appropriate and lift and steal people's stuff. And Nikki, if I'm not mistaken, she took a um, a piece of one of Tracy's songs and put it in a rap and released it and tried to act like that she didn't steal mm. it. And so Tracy was like, oh, no, 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 no. Here's my attorney's number. You can speak with them. And they tried to make a thing out of it. So I'm really glad that they sided with Tracy because that was her intellectual property that was being misused and abused. Um, I have my own personal issues with Nicki Minaj as it relates to her character and the type of people she deal with and the type of foolishness that she allows around her. So, girl, come Ooh, up off of that for real quick. We appreciate it. Yeah, I just recently heard about this just right <laughs> now. Um, <laughs> well, I, I heard about um, her winning. I didn't know her background. So thank you, um, Kirby, for that. Um, these artists got to start uh, giving credit where credit is due. How you going to steal something, put it out, and then act like there's no repercussions? How about you get with your sister and say, hey, I heard this song. Let's do some work. Let's put a project out. Let's do something. Don't steal it and then put it out and gain all the money from it and think it's no repercussions. Yeah, come up off that baby 450, honey. Listen, it's because Nikki thinks that she's above Tracy Chapman, even though Tracy Chapman's career is older than she is. And Tracy Chapman actually plays an instrument called a guitar Ooh. and actually has talent. And not to say that Nikki can't rap. She can definitely rap her, her, her butt mm -hmm. off. But Nikki is a caricature. Um, and we can have that conversation later. But girl, give, give um, another Shout out to Tracy Chapman because she is a true musician. Shout out to all the musicians out there. Y'all know how I feel about that because I'm a musician. Um, my main question, do you read music? Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> can you keep music? All right. Shout out to everybody who got all awesome the ears on sight reading. <laughs> in competitions right. in high school. Um, but um, I do want to just point out there is, I did hear one story that Nikki actually did not leak. It was leaked and she didn't leak it. But of course, she had to bear the grunt of the responsibility for the song. Um, don't know how true that is or, or mm -hmm. if that was just something that was out there, but just want to put that out there. Um, playing devil's advocate for her, that that could have been the case that it was leaked before the business was handled, but that still speaks that. to making sure you're handling your business and that the people that you're working with are handling their business and are trustworthy, but that's our specials of the day, guys. Good job! That's some good combo. Yeah. Girl. Oh my God. Lord, we had a cheesecake factory. Right? <laughs> sure did. Um, Everything. So, I think we want to go a little intellectual right now. Kirby, can you give us our book of the month? So, y'all, we're going to have a book of the month. And it's basically a book that we're going to be reading um, together, maybe discussing. And so, Kirby, you want to introduce our first book of the month? Absolutely. So many of you all are familiar with the um with the thug with the most love, aka James Prince. Yes. Um, gentleman out of Texas who was the starter of Rap a Lot Records as well as um the ghetto is it the ghetto boys? Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
I think that's I think that's the name of the group. I'm so sorry, y'all. I am not the best hip hop head, but I have recently been watching different podcasts um all over the all over the internet, and one of them is a Joe Rogan podcast. And Joe Rogan just so happened to have Jay Prince on, and Jay Prince was promoting his new book, which is called The Art and Science of Respect. So I am not finished reading it, but thus far, he's telling his story. Um, at first and then also just talking about the different methods and strategies that he's used in business and um, we all know from what we've seen that Jay Prince is definitely good at either smacking somebody or getting somebody to smack somebody yes. so you definitely don't want to run up on him the wrong way but I think it's really interesting to see a, um, a black multimillionaire, probably billionaire you know he owns ranches in tech like pig farms in Texas and then of course he's got the record um, industry work that he's done his son actually discovered Drake and brought Drake to Texas uh, way back in the day before Drake was Drake, when he was still Aubrey. Um, but it's a really interesting read thus far. I think it's going to have a lot of good information, speaks about spirituality, business strategy, and just respect in general, making sure that you are um, being mindful of how you treat people in business. So that is our book of the month. I suggest that you guys go out and copy, get a copy, or get somebody's password to their Audible um, or to their Apple Books uh, app. And check it out. Um, it's definitely an interesting read this all right. So we're all going to be reading this book. I have to definitely pick it up. I like to read the actual book. I like the physical book. But I know a lot of people like the uh, audible copies and listen to it. So however you get it, get it. And we'll be discussing it um, on our social media, I guess, throughout the month. And on each podcast, I guess we'll be checking in about the art and science of respect. Y'all know Jay Prince's net, net worth is $45 million? Oh wow! I mean, you know, that's that's, that's not always I thought accurate, it would be more. That's a lot of money, though. Yeah, that's probably that's probably that, that's important. that's a lot of money. It, it is. is. That's a lot of coin. That's probably reported, though. I imagine that his cat, like with the catalog that he has, is probably worth more than yeah. that. Very well for what they got access to. All right, so we're gonna be reading that. All right, our to go box. To go box is basically something that we want to leave you guys with like a little challenge you know for y'all to for y'all to be doing take it with you to go um so i'm gonna give out the go box today and what i want to challenge y'all to do for this next coming week um and month is to i'm gonna throw it back to jazzy watch bridgerton um if you get a chance Mm -hmm. turn on your netflix and just start watching bridgerton Episode one, season one. Just watch it, and I guarantee you're gonna get you're gonna get stuck in it in the story, and you're gonna finish it. The good thing about it, Bridgerton's an easy watch, y'all. This isn't one of those um, historic mm-hmm. um, shows or documentary type things that's really hard to watch if you're not familiar with the time. If, if you've never done anything from that time frame or watched anything or learned anything. This is still going to be easy for you to watch. And it's so important for us to support our Black creators in these spaces because this is how they get more access and more funds to do more. Um, Shonda really did do a great job. She's been doing great TV and great work, and we want her to continue doing so. So, yeah, my to-go box is for y'all to watch Bridgerton and let us know what you think. Y'all good with that? Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. That's what I'm going to go box. Also, put some blue cheese in there. Thank y'all. We've never been on that. Right. Okay. Um, All right. So, I got a question for you girls. We're going to wrap. We're going to wrap up soon. But um, at the end of each show, we got to talk about some things 
that's we gotta let go. We need some let goes, okay? So this is where we want to talk about people that's got y'all fucked up. Who got y'all fucked up out here? Who who, who don't know right? Who Lord? Um, yeah, Jazzy, I, I've got it. Jazzy, I'm, I want you to go first on this one. I can feel the spirit. Oh yeah, uh, Atlanta okay. Botanical Gardens got me fucked up. You know. Every you know every season what? they do the lights out there in the garden, um the Christmas season you know New Year's season I'm like man I'm gonna go and then I looked at them prices, what's that fifty sixty dollars per person to get up in there? No nah, y'all got me fucked up. I ain't doing it. They gotta get their shit together. Wait, is that per person or per car? Per person. Oh hell no. You got me totally fucked right? up. I'm not paying $150 looking at some lights. I can decorate the inside of my house for that. Yeah, I got exactly. Light. I didn't know how much it costs because I've never gone. But if that's what it is, I won't be going. <laughs> um, is that how much it always is? Or right. was it No. It's just around the holiday season when they put all the lights up in the garden. I think it's usually maybe like 20 25 per person or something like that and i'm not i'm that's for adults i'm not sure what it is for children i'm gonna need them to add a 10 piece um uh-huh. billy with extra onions and bell pepper um uh-huh. i'm gonna need them to add a blue cheese uh-huh. a ranch i'm gonna need a cocktail as well listen um, a peach drink the hell yes <laughs> um and then i need a driver um because i'm not paying all that money just to be looking at some lights right no ma'am. Well, all right. So we let go of botanical gardens in Atlanta. Kirby, who, who got you fucked up? We letting go. <laughs> Man, corporate human resources. Let me tell y'all <laughs> something. Um, I don't know if it's like you know us millennials finally getting into leadership positions in corporate America, or what, or maybe these organizations are not doing proper training. But I'm just gonna tell a real quick story. So, Ooh, unfortunately, my guy passed away this past week, and um, you know. Thank, thank you. I appreciate it. Um, things can get chaotic, mm-hmm. really, really chaotic when, when a death happens in a family. And so, you know, I had a few issues or whatever. You know, people was trying to, you know, G-check me about a few things as far as my work is concerned. And in the process, when I'm telling them, hey, yeah, I had somebody major in my life to pass away this week, I got the following. Oh, I'm sorry. Thanks for telling me that. Excuse me? Um... No empathy, wow. no sympathy, no, do you need to leave work? No, um, are you okay mentally, et cetera, et cetera, none of that. And then it follows up with, yeah, we just need you to, you know, reach out to us when you're going to be absent. I'm so what? sorry that I couldn't predict death. I apologize. And just in general, the bedside manner, and this is not the first time that I've experienced this, and I've experienced this over multiple organizations, but y'all need to get your managers and your supervisors and your directors together. These folks do not know how to manage properly. They do not have high emotional uh, quotients, a.k.a. Uh, EQ um, or emotional intelligence. Hmm. Uh, they just be around here trying to do that kind of overseeing, kind of like plantation stuff. Let me tap your shoulder. I see that you're slacking on your work a little bit. All they want to do is make sure that they look good to whomever they got to look good to. They're not actually concerned about the well-being of their employees. Right. And y'all going to start playing around and losing really great individual contributors. Me and Nicole, me and Nick have talked about this. You lose individual contributors that are really amazing when you mistreat folks. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to need y'all to learn, you know what I'm saying, put them through some training classes, some professional development, some something. Because when you have somebody that's communicating that they have an emergency and the person can't even show any visible empathy, 
you possibly dealing with a sociopath and you possibly gonna get cussed out because see i've been working in the, in corporate for over 10 years now i know how this game is supposed to go so i had to get them together i won't mention exactly what i said but long story short i let let it be known i'm not the one the two the three or the four right and you need to be you need to come correct when you talk to me about certain situations like that that can actually get your organization sued when your managers and supervisors and your middle level management is not properly prepped to deal with the different things that can happen in an individual contributor's life or across a team so yeah um hr got me fucked up in 2021 2020 because <laughs> well, y'all don't know how to talk to people you felt that in your shaman <laughs> <laughs> Right. Uh, yeah, I think we all have dealt with like corporate stuff on, um, or work things on one wavelength or another, and it always be on some bullshit. But hey, that's why a lot of us are starting to work for ourselves, right? Just a few little technical difficulties. We'll be right back. 